friends, Fix Sage here. Just wanted to record a little something and let you know what the state is with the podcasts I produce. This includes Diary of an Arcade Employee, Saturday Frights, as well as the Pop Culture Retrorama podcast. First, to all of you fans of the latter, I'm sorry that it's been nearly two months now without a new episode for you to listen to. I like to think that with any of the podcasts I make, it's a little different than your standard show. What I mean is, while I am happy to explain to you why the subject matter means so much to me, I do my level best to research the subject matter and cherry-pick the information I feel that you will also find to be as interesting as I do. Not that I always succeed in that. Anyone who has listened to the Warp and Warp episode of the Diary podcast will probably agree. The Pop Culture Retrorama podcast is generally a whole lot harder to produce. For example, with the latest episode, which was the history of Hasbro's visionaries, Knights of the Magical Light toy line, I had basically recorded the entire episode. When, at the very last second, as I believe I mentioned on the show itself, a nugget of information was revealed that led me down a rabbit hole of amazing facts about the artists responsible for the figures. So I had to redo the show. Having said that, throw in the fact that I'm working more now at my jobs. After work, I look around and the only thing I feel like doing is getting some dinner and going to bed. I also have more of my time being taken by writing itself, generally two articles a day for the Pop Culture Retrorama site, in addition to the Facebook pages. Thankfully, I have Rock for Jay's help on the Saturday Frights page, but the other three pages are handled solely by me. Now, this little status update on the podcast is not to report that I'm throwing in the towel on the shows or anything like that. Just an explanation of why there is no new episodes for the month of March. For Saturday Frights, Diary of an Arcade Employee, or the Pop Culture Retrorama podcasts. Speaking of writing, back in the day when I was writing for the Retroist site, it was okay to take off a day or two to devote to the podcasts. I knew that the Retroist or another author would be there to pick up my slack. Now that I'm on my own on the Pop Culture Retrorama site, I am lucky enough to have Brett Weiss, Earl Green, and Gary Burton, who will provide articles now and again. Of course, Allison Venicio Preston generally shares her wonderful work once a week. But, as it is my place on the internet, it is understandable that the lion's share of work should rest on my shoulders. Especially since, just like with the Retroist, it is all a labor of love. No one is getting paid to share their memories and thoughts on the likes of Vincent Price and Boris Karloff's musical duet, or Pink Panther cartoons, or those amazingly awful Wendy's training videos, right? Which, by the way, if you too love pop culture and retro-related things and like to talk about them, if you want to give writing a crack, I hope you'll contact me. We could use your help on the site. So I suppose that is my attempt to apologize and explain why the podcasts are running late. It is totally the truth, and I thank you for sticking with the shows. Here is another thing that has been on my mind of late, and I hope you won't mind if I delve into it. In a November 2019 article for Forbes, author Brad Adgate reported that there are 62 million folks listening to podcasts in America, with over 800,000 active shows going at the time of writing. He even supplied information that from January to October of 2019, 192,000 podcasts had been created. That is a lot of shows, and an amazing amount of free entertainment for everyone to say the least. 
When I used to do the Retro Radio Memories podcast, focusing on old-time radio, I would say the shows proved that audio dramas were just as powerful now as during the golden age of radio. When I started podcasting, it was with Saturday Frights. Thanks to the encouragement of the retroist, Sean Johnson, Rob O'Hara, and many others. I sort of had a plan in mind. I wanted to present something just a little different than your average podcast, discussing the subject of horror films. I wanted a co-host, a character that was a little mysterious and maybe spooky. A nice foil to what I think is my straightforward manner. It also tied into my love of meta-humor and world-building, I suppose. I never became a movie director as I wanted to be in my youth, but I was at least able to craft a story of sorts. Then came the Retro Radio Memories podcast, because I love old-time radio. The Shadow, Lights Out, The Green Hornet, and Inner Sanctum, to name a few. The success of both those shows, and let me add, I was pretty blown away by the numbers for Saturday Frights. The amount of downloads was astounding. The popularity of those led to the Diary of an Arcade Employee podcast, because I obviously felt it would be interesting to share my love of the golden age of the arcades in addition to talking about some of the aspects of working at the arcade that one of my best friends opened in my neck of the woods. Once again, I was lucky enough that folks seemed to like what I was talking about with that show too. Then there was the kind of creepypasta show for the projectionist, my co-host on Saturday Frights, one that my friend Ross Shirey later joined and made far better, because as I previously mentioned, the character works best as a foil. Gary Burton and myself even recorded a couple of episodes of a brand new show entitled The Tune-In Podcast, where we would discuss all manner of classic animated shorts and TV series. That kind of hit a snag when we realized that a key format of the show didn't quite work as intended. We are still tinkering with that idea, and hopefully it will be released at some point in the near future. It helps that we both work at the arcade now. Getting a little off subject here. So here is the thing. I took nearly a year hiatus from both writing and podcasting. This was due to my wife feeling that all I was doing was working. And she wasn't wrong. So during the hiatus, I found a comfortable balance and was very happy to return. What didn't return was the number of downloads for the shows. Please, do not get me wrong. I really do not do this to be someone of interest on the internet. I have constantly stated I'm no expert in any of the subjects I tackle on the shows. But, on the other hand, if you put a lot of work into something, you do hope people are listening. The Diary Podcast is doing fine, at least from what I understand of the download numbers I'm privy to. Saturday Frights, though, and Pop Culture Retrorama, to be blunt, they aren't doing great. More with the former than the latter. A couple of weeks back on the individual Facebook pages, I asked, Hey, what do you think about the shows? What do you like, or what do you think I should change? Both the Diary and Pop Culture Retrorama shows received plenty of suggestions. Good ones, too. Saturday Frights, though, besides a comment from Rockford J., they got nothing. So, I can take this a couple of ways. The show just isn't working as it is. That would explain the lack of downloads over the last year or so. Or, people just weren't feeling like communicating that day. There could be another element, and that is, unless you were visiting my internet archive page for the shows, all the past shows for Saturday Frights and Diary are not available on iTunes, etc. 
That has been something I've been working on this last week, and it's kind of slow going, to be honest. When the Retroist helped me set up my own site, all of the podcasts had to be re-uploaded, and articles written for them on the Pop Culture Retrorama site, too. So, who knows? Perhaps that has something to do with it, too. Or, it could just be the fact that the show's not very good. Since the Pop Culture Retrorama podcast is still brand new, just 13 episodes so far, I assume that it just hasn't found its audience yet. Anyway, all of that brings us around to some ideas I have for the future of the podcasts. Many of the shows I follow have seasons. A set number of shows for the year, they come out every week one after the other. Perhaps it is time that I do that with my own shows. Instead of three podcasts and more with bonus episodes a month, like with Saturday Frights and the Diary Show, just stick with one show. Produce, say, 12 episodes. When they are ready, I can roll them out weekly. And then move on to the next show. This is definitely where you loyal listeners come in. Let me know what you think about that idea. I will say that I would still produce bonus episodes now and again, in addition to the season plan. And I think that's all I have on my mind about the state of the podcast at the moment. If you have any comments on the shows, I'd love to hear them. You can contact me at vicsagepopculture at gmail.com. Or feel free to leave a comment on the Pop Culture Retrorama podcast site for this podcast article. Feel free to leave a comment on the Pop Culture Retrorama site for this podcast article, or even on Facebook. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules, my friends, to listen to this update on the podcast and possible future of the shows. I know we're living through some interesting times at the moment, and I dearly hope that you and yours are safe and sound. You all be careful out there, and I'll talk with you soon. This has been a Pop Culture Retrorama podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a better one. Goodbye. End of line.